Welcome everybody to the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. You're home for all wrestling, everything wrestling. So what's up, Caden? What's up, my guy? You know what I'm saying? Fresh off the season two premiere, live streamed, SummerSlam. Some good times, man. I'm like, oh, that was, that was fun. Shout out to StreamYard. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we can, uh, like I mentioned in the stream yesterday, hopefully we can start expanding. Uh, next will include, you know, some TikTok and whatnot. Just uh, moving on to bigger and greater things, you know? I believe so. I think what we had to do was, was fun. Had some good interactions on YouTube, good interactions on um, Twitter, on Twitch. So it was fun from, from, all, from all across the board. So I know I enjoyed it. I know it wasn't our conventional. See, I mean, this is basically the season one, the season two premiere episode on um, on audio and video, kind of sort of. But the live stream was great. Some saying was great. We had a great time. Just, you know, bullshitting around. Yeah, we had an inter- everybody. We had interactions in all platforms. Uh, you know, we had uh, you know, Senpai says on Twitch. Then we had um, uh, some someone who goes by Daffy Duck on YouTube. You know, and then um, we had Twitter. So it's like you know, and any way we can interact with the fans, that's what we're here for. And the more we do this, the more fans we get. So let's get right to it. SummerSlam has come and gone, and what a great event it was. Um, let's get right into it, as, yep. as yeah, always. The, the first one under Triple H's belt. So uh, the opening card, uh, well, our opening match, Bianca Belair uh, retains and defeats Becky Lynch, uh, retains the Raw Women's title. Great match. Honestly, great match. See, uh they they have amazing chemistry, which is why their their matches. Um, I don't mind every time they they you know go toe to toe because their matches, either it gets better or it's just you know same good quality of matches that you you expect. Um, you know I think the the we mentioned during the match like Bianca being the 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 best athlete the the most athletic woman on the roster. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, you you can also mention Charlotte. You know, they they go neck and neck uh, more or less. But um, after Bianca did, you know, the 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 Spanish fly and then capitalize uh, with the KOD for the pin, um, yeah, it, it just shows that that uh, the trust in Bel Air is there, which I'm happy about. Um, you know, we 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 need, uh, you know, more. We, we we talked about the past couple of weeks how you know WWE relies too much on the horsewomen, but here Bianca is um you know proving them wrong. And um what happened after the match, which was even I, crazier than the match. I itself. think yeah, exactly. I think what happened in the match was the moment of the the night. Uh Bailey comes out. Bailey As we the said returning that she's due for a return pending injury. Yeah. yeah, so so and then we also mentioned that. Uh, after you know, if Bianca defeats uh, Becky, who would be Bianca's next challenger? And we went back and forth. Uh, we threw some names in there: uh, Rhea Ripley, Alexa Bliss. But one of them was definitely Bailey. Sure enough, Bailey comes out, and then to the surprise of everyone, because I don't think any you know, 
there's no way you weren't surprised. Dakota Kai comes back, uh, looks, you know, sign, re-signs with WWE. Super happy about that because uh, she had, you know, uh, she was one of my favorites in the black and gold era of NXT. And I thought she was never, like, given a chance. I mean, even though she had two tag team title reigns, I think they were just a day apiece. Uh, so I wanted to see more. Dakota Kai comes out looking great. And 10 seconds later, Io Shirai comes out. With even bigger pop. You know, which was crazy, you know, because um, her future was kind of like in limbo. Um, there were rumors that, you know, uh, she wanted to head, oh, you know, that she wanted to head back to Japan. But, um, you know, she she uh, definitely, um, uh, she, what am I trying to say here? She Resigned, wasn't. She, no, no, no. She she basically told those rumors were were, were false. Uh, she kind of confirmed it. Um, but having done three together as a faction is absolutely incredible. And by the way, Io Shirai, I think it. Uh, uh, they said that she's going now by Io Sky, which I I no, which not I, too I'm bad. Fine, I, I'm fine. That's a badass name. Don't don't get me wrong. That is a badass name. Um, and just, um, to throw more into, uh, you know, this Bailey, it was reported that Bailey had pitched this idea to Vince that she wanted a faction with Dakota Kai with EO and Vince turned him down. So now with Triple H in charge, Triple H gave it the green light. And I think it's something to be very, very excited about because you well, have think of the matchups you're gonna you could have you could you could mix around between tags, championship matches, you know everything in between. You could do so much with that. Exactly. Uh, um, you know, we t- we talked on, on the live stream. It's like all right now, Bailey can focus on Bianca in regards to the you know Raw Women's Championship, and then Io and Dakota can focus on the tag. Uh, which are currently vacant. Hope I mean I'm pretty sure that's going to be plans for those uh, women tag team titles, um, as WWE is currently trying to bring back Sasha Banks and Naomi. Um, you know, after what it's been a rocky uh, couple weeks, you know, right. uh, month or two. So uh, they're trying to, you know, uh, new management being Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, Nikon. They're trying to make it right uh, and trying to bring them back. So you know. I think it's very exciting because now you have more focus on the tag title division. You know, like I said, you, you, you put in uh, Dakota, uh, Dakota and EO as a team, you bring back Sasha and Naomi. That's another team. And, and you, you know, you could just start, you know, uh, building up some other teams, but I think uh, it shows that, that uh, WWE is high on their women's division. I up up until this point, I absolutely loved uh, what Triple H was doing, uh, Triple H and his team. So, first and foremost, um, what I really want to get into before anything is shout out to the legend Vince McMahon. We all know we dealt with his problems late, and will be ongoing for a while until it's resolved. Um, this is no knock on Vince. But we we would have never seen this happen under his watch. Things would have came in increments elsewhere. We've seen big pops here and there, but just want to say first and foremost, 
and commemorate and show love to Vince McMahon for the greatest he's, he, he's been for years. And I'm talking about decades upon decades. What he's done for the wrestling business itself is beyond, you know, beyond explanation, beyond words. So now the Triple H has now taken over as head of the board. Um, you're going to see so much happen as we were talking about as well. When that broke and we see it happen in front of our eyes with Bailey and Dakota and EO, that Triple H comes out with a tweet, we're just getting started. So you're going to see more and more of things go down. And on top of that, you're going to see a lot of things that you wouldn't expect Vince to do that Triple H is going to do. And that's the biggest pull I see out of that. So I just want to give a shout out to Vince. You know, he may have, he's got a dark cloud on right now, but doesn't take away from the greens that he was then, what he's done for the industry, and now carrying over what this great company is in WWE. For people who want to complain, that third, WWE still is a big money grab to now be given to Vince and Steph. I'm um, not Vince, Steph, Steph and Triple H. And now could be led by Triple H from this point forward, Triple H and Steph. Well, um, to, to, to respond to that, yes. Uh, thank you, Vince, you know, for, for all the, the, the wrestling memories and, and everything you did for the business. But you know what? I'm so glad Triple H is, is in charge. They picked the right person to take over the helm. Anybody could have given was Shane, Steph, Paul, somebody else. Triple H was the perfect person to take over the helm here. It it, it is. It is. Uh, Triple H um, worked closely with Vince, studied Vince. So he was the only person that you could possibly think of. Anybody other than Triple H would have been a a big mistake. Uh, I mean, it would have been either Triple H or Paul Heyman, either or. But Triple H was the guy that... I wouldn't mind Paul, but I think Triple H was the the bigger finish in the situation. And 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 we and we've seen what Triple H has done with NXT. So Half the roster now are Triple H guys, or Triple so, H wrestlers. Right. So it makes you more excited for guys like Nakamura, Ricochet, um, you know, uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and and uh, and all the free agents like Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae. So um, it, it's it's a good time. You know, uh, I'm very very excited, and and you know. Dakota Kai as she came back. She's going to be the first of my, of many to re-sign with WWE. Right. Who's next? You know what? We'll, we'll find out in the next upcoming weeks or months, but um what Triple H put together um an idea that Vince denied. You have to give Triple H all the credit in the world because now um whatever, you know, Bailey's group is going to be called, they're going to be a forced uh to be uh, uh, you know, with, 100%. Yeah. So um, now it's like, all right, now you just brought in major attraction to the women's division. and Which was much needed. Right. And the biggest thing that we didn't mention was after, you know, uh, Bailey, EO, and um, Dakota confronted Bel Air, Becky Lynch stood up for Bel Air. And it kind of seemed like a face move. It kind of seemed like... Uh, um, Becky Lynch has uh, turned into the good side, you know? 
so she was sticking up for for Belair, and and obviously post match, you know, her and, and and Belair shook hands, and I wasn't buying it too much. I was like, oh, this is going to be like a post match, no, but uh, it was genuine, you know, genuine respect right there. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting to see how it all unfolds because now you have uh, you know, Becky EO and and Dakota teaming up together. That's three against Becky and Belair. That's two. So who's going to join the fray? I. I think the perfect person to join that to make it a three on three would be Oscar. Another Triple H. I, I, I was uh, yeah, word it's, it, right. So I, I was thinking Oscar Alexa Bliss. I think yesterday I said Alexa Bliss, but um, I think it would make more sense with Oscar. So uh, given the history between Belair, Oscar, and, and and Becky Lynch, so it, it kind of makes sense. But. Um, yeah, definitely something to look forward to in the upcoming uh, weeks. Uh, then we have on the card, The Miz versus Logan Paul. Uh, Logan Paul wins by pinfall. And let me tell you, that was an incredible performance. I don't it care what great. anybody says. I don't care what anybody says. He was, he was making, he, you can tell the amount of work he put in. And, you know, even though I, I believe he is a natural heel. Uh, Logan Paul is a natural heel. Um, maybe this face turned. I mean, well, him being a face can actually work because he did get good reactions to many certain spots that he did. You know, when he hit the uh, um, <laughs> when he hit the the springboard forearm, copying AJ Styles after oh, we, Styles. we call that. If, if we if we gotta get the the, the live back up, we sat there and you were like, "Yo, imagine." If he does the yeah, I mean, form and then he just pops up and just our reactions are priceless. Yeah, no, listen, Champa was being a, a thorn to Logan's side. Uh, Styles music hits and then boom, uh, you know, uh, uh, Styles comes in there and and, uh, and also you know, um, Champa is another person under you know Triple H that Triple H you know loves, so. Right now, Triple H is already setting up a program, Ciampa versus Styles, which is great. Yeah. You know, so, and, you know. And um, we can agree that we, um, there's no complaints on what the now, what the move is now for, um, for Ciampa. Because we want to know, like, oh, who's going to be this? Who's going to be that? What's going to happen here? And then all yeah. of a sudden now we're sitting here and going, oh. So now Chap has something to do with, exactly. with somebody. And I, not only that, but it's a major name. I think the best move going forward for Ciampa is to separate himself from The Miz. Uh, yeah. And, and just go solo. I, I never liked that pairing. It just makes no sense whatsoever. Well, now it's two losses, Miz to Logan Paul, right? So Logan Paul, they won no, actually, actually, on Mania. No, no, and the, then... no, no, no. Yeah, so this would be the first one. Yeah, but it, I call it a loss of me because nobody cared about the Miz when everybody cared about Logan Paul's debut at Mania. So I, you know, and that's how this, this is how the storyline began with the whole, oh, you think you're better than me? I'm the Miz. Da, 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 well, yeah, it's definitely going to continue. Something going on with this now I'm, for this game, Logan Paul's first singles win. I think it, based on the finish, the fact that you have Logan Paul which we don't know what's his finishing move is yet because let me tell you his frog splash on the announce table was it was clean it was it was it was beautiful but the finish where he steals 
the uh the Miz's skull uh crushing finale, it's like, oh shit, like he just used the Miz's own move to pin the Miz. And I don't think that's gonna be the end of it. I feel like Could you be. know the, yeah. I mean, listen, we can get who knows, we can get Logan Paul and Styles versus Ciampa and the Miz. I give you something, but I, I want to see Champa and Styles go at it for a bit. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. let's let's see that go because you don't you don't need to have Miz and Paul wrestle a lot. You know what I'm saying? You can have that once in a while. Yeah. Have them come back and create something because we haven't seen them together since Mania, and they, excuse me, and they waited all the way till SummerSlam to have their first fight. Yeah. So there's lots to go ahead with that. Uh, then we move on to your favorite wrestler, Bobby Lashley versus Theory. Oh, uh. Bobby Lashley wins it via submission, putting the hurt lock. This was theory. Um, I'll summarize this segment. Um, probably, probably one word: easy. That's that's how I took it. Theory had a couple of good moves here and there, and then it came about with Lash taking over. Soon as Lashley put in the the headlock. It was quick tap. I'm out of here, and that kind of that kind of signified that kind of signaled that theory will be out later on. It made all the sense in the world that that happened. Otherwise, they would have had a full 25 20 minute match, 25 minute match, or however long they want to say. It, the match went 10 minutes. Yeah, it was that. it was it was it was a quick match. Like Bobby Lashley dominated most of the match. Even so though- it, that match was a setup for Theory to move on. This was the end of Lashley Theory, and now it's the beginning of Theory getting his hands on the championship belt, whether it's messing with Brock or messing with Reigns or messing with whoever it had whoever goes on from this point forward. Yeah. Um uh, uh, yeah, and before we move on, like we we called it uh, during the stream. It was like, yo, this look, this looks way too similar to Seth Rollins at Mania. Like Seth Rollins, the Rollins loss of, wasn't a crazy. It was a great fight. No, it was it a great match against Orton. Yeah, but you but knew then, once he bowed out, where um, during that loss and he bowed out, it was like, okay, he'll be he'll be around later. Yeah. Um, moving on, we have tag team actions. We had uh, the Mysterios versus the Judgment Day in a no disqualification match with the Mysterios uh, winning by pinfall. Honestly, I had more hopes for this. I had more it was all right. Hopes. I'm glad to see Edge is back. He's still yeah. he's still gonna rock this brood gimmick. I I, no. I just think you know. All right, here's and and and, and here's my opinion real quick. When you have a no disqualification tag team match, just make it a tornado match, right? I think it's it's more. And if it's a no disqualification match, we want to see more weapons. You yeah, know, was, we want to see I, more. I want to say it was like, more so like minimal use. Yeah, it was more. I think the no DQ part helped Judgment Day because obviously Rhea Ripley, you know, was there to 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 you know aid the Judgment Day, but um. Once the Judgment Day having the upper hand, lights go out, and as here comes you can, Edge. yeah, here comes Edge, as you can expect. Um, he, you know he takes out uh Battle with the Spear, then takes out Priest, uh, and then the Mysterios um pick up the victory. So, um, to to be honest with you, I, and I've mentioned this. The Judgment Day has lost a lot 
a lot of momentum. And I don't know if they can recover from that. I, I really they can. don't. They need to get a Sandra win somewhere. In... Well, I mean, the only way you can probably have momentum is if, you know, Dominic Mysterio were to join them. And I'm not just saying that Dominic Mysterio, like, changes a lot of things, but it, 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 it'll definitely, like, catch your attention. Um, and then I pitched the idea where you can have Edge and Ray team up against the Judgment Day and then Dominic feeling left out because Ray is teaming with Edge, turns on them and joins the Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but I, I mean, listen, I, I think the matchup that we're going to see is going to be Edge and Finn Balor. Um, that's the first one Yeah, that's going to be something of interest. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, moving on, we have Happy Corbin versus everybody's favorite announcer, Pat McAfee. Shout out to Pat, man. That's all I gotta say. Shout out to Pat. Pat did his thing, and it was just it was it was enjoyable because yeah. we're seeing we're gonna see more and more of Pat, and it's more and more of like this guy is gonna be something of great value. In no time. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, uh, it's crazy how, you know, as uh, Happy Corbin is coming to the ring, all of a sudden you see a choir singing Bum-Ass Corbin. Bum-Ass Corbin. You just got to love it. you Because you know what? Pat McAfee is petty like that. So, you know, that's something you would definitely expect from Pat McAfee. But listen. Uh, you can't take away anything uh, that, you know, from Pat. He did his thing. Obviously, you know that that he's very athletic. Um, one Like, there was one moment where, like, I was kind of worried because he, uh, when I think is when he did um, kind of look like a like a swanton bomb to the outside. He he lost his balance, but got yeah. it back. And then with that momentum, he leaned forward, led him into having yeah, the swanton bomb. Right, and when he did it, it was so slow, and I was just like, yeah, because usually, yeah, but um, he almost he saved that moment to be honest with you because he almost fell back. Yeah, he um, did it. Ah, oh, it's tough. Yeah. So, and then obviously you got to give credit to Corbin for making Pat look good. Yeah, and um, Corbin's a great wrestler. But I'm not gonna announce he's a bad wrestler. I mean, he's kind of overrated, but what he does for his opponents, it's a good look. Yeah, you could appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then. You know, closing moments. Uh, McAfee, known for being a punter, uh, while the ref was out, punted uh, Corbin's cherries. And uh, yeah. One, two, three. Followed by a sun. It kind of looked like a sunset, it was a sunset flip. flip. Shout out to Pat McAfee, sun- man. Yeah. Pat, like if you're a- seeing this, can you please come on for an episode? We would be forever grateful. I want to talk about your football career as well uh-huh. as wrestling, but you know, if we get the great, the great Pat McAfee on, it would be well appreciated. I, you know, I thought it, it kind of looked like a Panama Sunrise, kind of similar to what Adam Cole does. But well, the way, remember Adam Cole's one that trains McAfee, right? But the way like it looked, it, it kind of turned out to uh, being a sunset flip. So, shout out to Pat, you know. Um, next on the card, we have. In, all right, I, I was I was gonna be bold. I was gonna say the match of the night, but it was definitely one of. Um, after rewatching it, because 
I after this match, I said I expected more, but rewatching it again, I was like, no, no, it, it definitely lived up. And that's the Usos versus the Street Profits. Great. Uh, Another great match. Exactly. Another layer on top of a great body of work between the Street Profits yeah. and the Usos. If I, can, if I can get that kind of match every time out, would have complained. Well, here's the thing. It's like if we had a match like that, right? Other than the Usos, other than the Profits, there wouldn't be any complaints. But since right. it, but since it's always the Usos and it's Ofi, uh, you know, always the Profits, you know, it's gonna, and it's always the New Day because I know a lot of people were tired of seeing the Usos and the New Day, right? Now people are, are tired of the Usos and the Street Profits, and I don't know why because they deliver great quality matches and and the usos you got to you kind of have to compare them in a way to the young bucks every time they're in a tag team match it, it's gold it's absolutely gold it, it, it's exciting it's everything that you expect it to be um so the usos pick up the victory but um i got to tell you i'm kind of worried about the street profits I think it's getting more. It's just more frustration on them being so close, but then not getting it. I, it's just. I think this is the competitive edge. I don't. They shouldn't break them up yet, yeah, or they shouldn't I, break up in general. I honestly think that the street profits are done, or their time is coming to an end. No, never. The, the listen, never. The way the way I saw Ford and his facial expressions. The way he acted towards Jeff Jarrett after a, a, a near, you know. Well, let's let's. I'll 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 jump in for this one. Okay. Nobody like Jared, Jeff Jarrett. That Jeff Jarrett did a great job. Might I might I say? I gotta I gotta admit, Jeff Jarrett in Tennessee, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett did his thing. So the fact that the he was giving Usos and and um he gave the Usos and the Street Profits even. Back and forth, straight, straightforward match. So it's like you, there's no give, there's no give or take. So they're just getting mad because usually those are kind of they get swayed for wins, and JJ was giving them nothing. So I can see why they're frustrated. I just don't think it's going to be them yet. Will they break up? Well, I gotta be honest. If it was just only one time. That I saw it's been Ford. it's been a handful of times where we see but, Ford but and or Dawkins snap. But I, I think it's more towards Ford. And with rumors having that they see Dawkins more of a single star, I think that just pushes the narrative even more. I think uh we saw Ford lose his cool about a good three times. I'm gonna see three or four times. Probably. I'm I'm with you on that. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that. I was like it might be coming to an end. And to be honest, I, I don't know if you would want, I mean, I wouldn't mind another Street Profits versus the Usos, but let's say if it does happen and the Usos pick up the victory, I think I think it's going to be done. I think the Street Profits are done. Um, I don't know. That, I, I'm just going by body of language. And if it does happen, you got to be excited for Montez because I think Montez is going to kill it as a single star. And then you got to be worried about Dawkins because it's like, damn, Dawkins might get lost in the shuffle. Oh, not Dawkins you know? is great. You know, it's kind of like it, it's kind of like one of those situations where, like, 
uh, remember uh, Heavy Machinery with uh, Otis and Tucker? Well, all the focus was on Tucker. I mean, uh, uh, excuse me, on Otis. The crazy thing about that was they... And I'm not comparing the tag teams, but... No, no, no. I'm just comparing, like, you know... They had... um, When it was the brand split... Yeah. And they had the draft, they moved over. They teased Otis versus Tucker. And then after that, nothing happened. I haven't heard of Tucker since. Well, yeah, Tucker got released, but what was it? Tucker turned on Otis, right? And then, right. And then Otis was getting all the love because of that storyline with Mandy Rose and Dolph Ziggler and Sonya and blah, blah, blah. And then Tucker was just lost. He was lost in the card. I think, I think he was part of the 24 7 title chase, but that really didn't leave. He fizzled out. I think he might have won once. I, I'm not even too sure about that. But all I'm saying is if Ford and Dawkins were to split up, all the attention, you already know all the attention, all the, the love is going uh, Ford's way. And with Dawkins, it's like, I don't know what's going to happen with him. Right. Um, next, we have the uh, SmackDown Women's title match, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. In what I thought, oh God, forgive me. I'm not knocking on both women. I just think this was the worst match of the night. Um, the summarizer probably. I think it was it was just a situation where um, it was a if Liv Morgan lost, thank God she didn't lose. They they pulled the trick correctly on. Her winning was just fine. If Liv Morgan lost, you've taken away all the firepower and all the strength and momentum for Liv Morgan. That's one. Two, you would have put so much heat on Ronda Rousey. Now it's the super Rousey, super Cena kind of thing where it's like, so she's going to win all the time now. Charlotte situation. She's gonna win all the time now, and now because so we now you have to, again you're gonna have someone who's disliked from the fan base, and now it's you're just like oh no we've made a mistake, and now you put the belt on Liv Morgan again, and it's like so you take you give her the, you give her the year of growth, she capitalizes the money in the bank, wins it, then she loses it, only to get it back a month later. And it's like so what was we, why she lose then? What was the point of her doing that? You're just creating, you're doing the same thing what happened in previous years with different title runs. The Sasha and Charlotte saga when it was rotating every three weeks, every month, every six weeks, every other week. They're rotating belts around. Or even going um, further back when it was during the tag, t- the tag title feuds when you had, it was like La Resistance and then Big Show and Kane, RVD and Booker T. They get into a fight, RVD and Goldust. Then you have the Dudleys in the picture. Then you have the Un-Americans. I'm like, can someone just hold on to the belt and create some dominance here? Rather than just keep shuffling, you get it, you get it, you get it. And it's like, bro, like, that's not how you make things work. I mean, So it worked out perfectly for, for Liv to retain and retain a questionable finish because you protect both wrestlers. I, I was just about to get to that. I think that was the perfect... Uh, uh, the match itself was eh, 
but that was the perfect finish for that yeah. match. I agree. And then and you add another layer to something, so so the Morgan stands on a, on a questionable call at the end. But now you turn Rousey heel. Now you can have Rousey chase Liv Morgan, have other people get involved in the mix, and you still keep Ronda Rousey strong. Exactly. You keep and Liv both Morgan of them can now grow. Now, now that you cleared the way for her completely, because she has no other opponent now, no one else is there in within the program to go ahead. It was just Ronda. Now you beat yeah. Ronda. So now yeah. it's like you now as the champion have to now create this pedigree for, the, for this point forward. Where yeah. it challenges you just beat them. Well, yeah, with, with this match, you you basically had three options because we know, all right, we, we know Liv Morgan wasn't going to flat out beat Rousey in a convincing fashion, right? Right. So you had three options. Either you have Liv Morgan win on a roll-up, which kind of happened, right? You either have Ronda flat out dominate Morgan and win the title, which I think would have caused so much a, trouble, a, a riot, or the option that I think not many people thought of was a controversial finish, like the one that we just saw, right. and it saves both of them. And I think turning Ronda heel was an absolute perfect call because Ronda's not a face. Ronda yeah. is a badass. So have her a heel. First of all, she on a weekly basis has some sort of fan interaction or, or she has to say something like negative about the fans and whatnot right. and how she doesn't care what people feel or fans feel and whatnot while she's a face. And the best part is you went after Liv after you lost and then you went after a referee. Yeah, so, which is so like perfect. Yeah. Now just, you know, uh, I, mean, I mean, the match itself, I think, I think, the match itself uh, definitely could have used a little more. Uh, I think there was a moment where, you know, uh, they were on the ground um, and. Uh, the early. I, you, you, I, was I, I know, I know it was like, there was like, yeah, there was like, it was just like, all right, it's, little, it's tough here. It's a little rough yeah. there. It wasn't clean here. But, but I love the fact that every time that. Um, Rousey applied the arm bar on Morgan, you just automatically thought, all right, new champion. Right. And Liv Morgan always found a way to, to, counter. to counter or to, you know, to escape. So, um, you know, when that happened, uh, it, it kind of keeps people on the edge of their seats because obviously they want Liv to, 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 to retain. So, um, you know, nevertheless, I usually controversial finishes aren't good for storylines but in this case uh it is a good one because now we're just going to see a badass full heel ronda rousey feud with Liv morgan and we'll see how this unfolds because now it's like all right you know they're destined to to, to face off again how is it going to play out is it going to play with Liv morgan getting another uh, uh um you know controversial well, win. Well, you can't do that one because that now it sounds... Well, like it's going to be like it, it's going to be like Liv Morgan getting a roll-up win. Yeah. Because you know Liv Morgan is not going to you know, beat if, if it was a if she caught a, a win by DQ oh, I'm sorry. If Ronda caught the win by DQ and gets the one but doesn't become champ, that's one way you can go about it. 
but it depends on what the match is going to be. You know oh. what I mean? There's a certain way you have to go about it where it's like, okay, how can we get a no DQ or a count out? Something, cor- something corny where it's like, okay, well, we're going to wrap this up, but you have to have something in the background. So maybe Alexa Bliss gets involved in the mix and well, has her, has Ronda DQ or something like that. See, you, you mentioned Alexa Bliss because she's on Raw. We're talking about SmackDown, right? And what's coming up? No, in a few, no, no, uh... no, 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 but we did see a video package of a certain flair. And it's like, could she I said that, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I know what you're doing. So <laughs> I'm going to get involved this now. I swear to God, I swear on everything. I will quit the podcast if I see Charlotte Flair pop up and beat Liv Morgan for the belt. I said before, do not you bring her back and have the squash out. Well, get ready. No. All right, man. We'll find, find, find a new dance party in this podcast, man. As I was going to tell you now. Um, I think, and real quick before we move on to the main event, um, you know, I actually love this this Ronda heel turn because, believe it or not, right? I feel like Liv Morgan has to win this feud with 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 Ronda Rousey in order to make Liv more credible as champion. Yes, right? you, you have to solidify yourself. You have right. to win a a, a matchup. With Ronda being heel, with her best friend also being heel, aka Shayna Baszler, could we see a tag team with them? I'm for that. Um, and I, and I just thought about this right now because it's like you—that's another tag team that you could put focus on into the tag team division, right? And you know, obviously, you know, uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler are also part of the UFC's version of the Horse Women's. I mean, I have no complaints if 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 Ronda leaves the main event scene and goes into the tag team division, that would make the tag team division look so much better because you have a powerhouse. The same way you had AJ Styles leaving the main event scene and going to tag team, the tag champion that that Styles almost made. Them two made that tag team turmoil a lot of fun. Absolutely. Granted, I think they pulled the trigger a little bit too early. I think maybe another three months. They maybe turn a mania for almost with Styles. I would have liked that. Didn't become that anyways. Um, but it worked out perfectly. It was a win-win for, for mm-hmm. all for, for all parties. Exactly. You know, WWE got a good had a got a great big man up and coming and almost. AJ Styles is back on his own, doing his own thing. And WWE yep. had a great run in the tag team division. If yep. they could do that with the women's division, especially because, ta- as you said before, and I couldn't agree, the tag team division in the women's specifically That's is one of the worst. solid teams. It's, it's, Yo, it's one of the worst. Out. You can make something uh, of it. You can, you can make something perfect. Time to check. Yeah. You could, you could make anything happen and make that from what's – the worst tag team division in the world, the women's tag team, into a great and, 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 division. And to, and to be honest with you, I don't think Ronda Rousey would wouldn't like. I don't think she would mind because she would be teaming up with Shayna Baszler. Yeah, but so, them two, you have the possibility of Naomi and Sasha coming back. That's another one. You have the tag team right now as of Io and, 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 and Dakota. 
you could have so much involved and just have just have the women on. I need to see two. I need to see a tag team match every Monday, every Friday. Yeah. Oh, and and if you wanted to get, you know, if you want to make things interesting and you needed another tag team for that division, you can just call up Toxic Attraction from NXT. There's a lot you can do. They've done basically everything they can. I mean, Mandy's still champion. And then... Um, if Mandy drops the belt, that's my girl. If Mandy, dro- if Mandy Rose drops she, the belt... She, and she said this week, like, she wants to go... Like, she wants another run at the... Yeah. At, you know. If Mandy Rose loses the belt within the next month, they're going up. They're going up as yeah. a tag team group. I, listen, I, I love... Toxic Attraction... Every week, it's like they grow on you. Um, Mandy Rose, love her. The, the the best thing that's ever happened to her was the move to NXT, and then you know she's been NXT champion. Uh, for, and she's had for a really while. good run down there as well. Yeah, and then Gigi's amazing, and JC like both of them into the to tag division. That that could be that could be really really good for for WWE. Right. Um. Before moving on to the main event. I forgot to mention before this SmackDown Women's title match, there wouldn't be a SummerSlam without Seth freaking Rollins. Oh, <laughs> Seth didn't get a match. Came in. I'm oh, sorry. Riddle came in as soon as the match ended. Called out Seth Rollins. The fuck out of here, uh, Rollins. I'm sick of you. That You want to fight? We can fight. I'm doing this for Randy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, Seth, and yeah, Randy. Randy. Oh, yeah, Seth. Yeah, yeah. Randy, eat that curb stomp. <laughs> he said, Fuck you and Randy. <laughs> and yeah. So, this will get Riddle's time of the Builder's character. Seth will go on to have a moment, which yeah. he did, which, which was a great moment. I, I don't think it was over the top. It was a great Seth Rollins, not a great SummerSlam moment, a great Seth Rollins moment. So, I, then listen, I, I, I'm calling it now. I would have wished Class the cast is going to be Randy versus um, Seth. Yeah, I mean, well, that's oh, sorry, whenever Randy gets back, yeah, Randy I mean, well, we we don't know really the like how how well Randy's back is doing because they said it could be till the end of the year or whatnot. But I, I, it kind of seems that Clash of the Castle is probably going to be Riddle and and Seth again. So I'm for that. You know, yeah. once once everything's all done, it's going to. Um, it's gonna stretch forward. You're gonna have yeah. more stuff go on. Randy's gonna be the one to Randy and Rollins are gonna if he get that for the year, mania. Yeah, I have no problem. Randy versus Rollins. Um, I think this riddle feud is gonna is gonna give Matt an opportunity to become something of himself. Because originally it was Randy gone for a while. All right, Matt, it's, uh, Riddle, it's your turn to uh to be something. Mm-hmm. He does become something or not, it's up to him. As right yeah. now, it's looking really good. This is the first big step. Yeah. And then we move on to the main event. To Which was a fantastic I think main it, event. It, I, listen, I think it was match of the night. I know a lot of people on Twitter were like, oh, really? That was boring. Honestly, we saw things in that match we've never seen before. So so I'm just going to leave it. Property, I'm just going to say that. weapons. Exactly. I'm just going to say that because people are just like, I think people are just bored nowadays with their own personal life. Why you say that? Because it's like, oh, this match is so boring. We saw things 
we've never seen we'll bring in it down wrestling. For them tell, 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 tell the casuals like, to summer down. The Lesnar pull up in a tractor about to like run over uh, Roman Reigns, you know, and obviously you, you have a, a it, it's exactly what you expect it to be a full out slobber knocker. It was to the end. And, and the fact that all these different weapons they use to, to broken tables, to using the belts, to attract to freak, destroying the ring, to freaking Brock Lesnar pushing the ring and then lifting the ring as Reigns topples out. Exactly. Rain, exactly. Like this, I'm at a loss of words because it was, it was, it was fantastic. We got to see Brock in a different environment, which was fun. Um, I, and you said it. You said it first. I kind of agree with you. We're at a point now where Brock doesn't need Paul anymore. Even if Paul were to turn on a woman to go back to Brock, he it wouldn't matter. It, it would be it would be dope to see that. But if it doesn't, I have no complaints about it at all. I know you see no complaints at all. Brock could be his own person. He can do his appearances when he comes and goes. Um, and he, I thought he was just hilarious altogether. Yeah, you know? I uh, listen. Believe it or not. I think my favorite moment of the match, and, and when, when, of, when Paul when Paul threw the belts, you want the belts, Brock? Take the belts. You got and, what you wanted. And Brock at five, at Brock at fives. Paul Heyman, the fact that Paul Heyman sold that like a champ. And 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 here's and here's the check off the list of the storyline. Brock finally got what he wanted and put his hands on on Paul. Exactly. We we haven't uh, seen like uh, we can't forget. We can't forget about Theory almost cashing in. Oh, Theory cashing. And we saw it coming. Guys, watch this. He looks at, he goes, yeah, yeah, all right, cool. Bam, lays out Roman. Roman gets, gets whiplash, plows over. Yeah, yeah, let's go. And doesn't look left. Here comes Brock Lesnar. What? He takes him out <laughs> as soon as he gets there. Like, it, it's just great. But you, you already know. What is the one thing that Reigns has that Lesnar doesn't? Shall I quote Vin Diesel? Family. 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 <laughs> Family. So, obviously, <laughs> the Usos are there, you know, assisting Reigns. They super kick uh, uh, Lesnar. Uh, and then they, they him it along with Lesnar. It was seven or eight times. Raymond's like, oh, Raymond. Roman's like, count him. Eight. Well, Gets I mean, up. at first it was Brock. Brock hit him with the F5. Brock Gets hit him up. with basically everything. And it was Reigns who kept getting up. And then towards the end... The Usos like, got involved. Yeah, Reigns the did the same thing. It was, it was probably yeah. a good five times. He's I not like, getting up. I hit him again. First, he used one belt. Didn't work yep, out. And, and he used like, the other belt. Yeah, this will work. No, it's not going to work. It, it's like, yo, throw the stuff over. I, this would have been a five-star match. Had they picked up Paul and said and Paul, put him on and, and threw him on top, bro. I was thinking about that and I was like, "Yo, that would have been one of the best wrestling moments of all time." Yeah. I think I would have done that. Like, if I was Reigns, I would have. I, I just would have like whispered to Paul, "Yo, I'm gonna like pick you up and pull and um, put you on top of the pile." <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, but and, and here's and here's the and here's the significance of me doing that, of, of me saying that, saying this. If Paul Ham is on top of the heat. On top of you know, on top of the grab ball, on top was was was, was, over, was just covering Brock, right? 
to you. I know it's a last man standing match. Roman's sitting there waiting for the call out. But does it look like that Paul is the one on top covering everything, all the rubble, all the table, the ladders, the belts, and brought and just covering covering brought. Paul won them the match. Paul over over overtook Brock. And Paul was the real winner of the match. Think about it. I, I did it. I slayed the beast. You didn't, but it, by if you take a photo, it would tell you a million different yeah. stories. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Paul's laying there, passed out, and Roman's like, "Good." He's like, "Oh, Roman, yeah, hugging, hugging Roman." Oh, my tribal chief, but selling the F five. I loved it. I loved it. Did Listen. we do it? Did we win? Yeah. <laughs> and they're just laying there like, "Fuck, man, I gotta deal with this guy and the guy laying underneath the rubble." It was. Oh. It was a great. If, if you took if you took away the wrestling itself, which was it was solid wrestling, it was yeah. two powerhouse guys doing powerhouse things. I mean, listen, if, I, if you expect the technical match, you got go watch AEW in this situation. Well, this is what it was. It was exactly. what it was. I think the perfect like the cherry on top was the fact that this was a last man standing match. Right. If it was a regular match, it probably would have been. It, it probably would have been okay time. to a good match. With with things that we've already seen and probably expected to happen, but since it was a last man standing match, the whole fact that you have the tractor coming into play, right? Then yeah. you have when is theory coming out, um, you know, and and all these weapons that were you know uh, which came to use. Like I think it was perfect. Uh, it, it definitely exceeded expectations. And with that, Roman Reigns is the last man standing. And still... Um, 700 and something champion. days. Se- 700 days flat. So, oh, sorry, 780. No, so, 700. 700? Cause, yeah, because up, up until Saturday, I think he was at 699. So him retaining, he's at 700. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, right. I was gonna, no, yeah, 684. Yeah. And then when I got set up, when the mask got set, it was 680. Now it's 700. Yep. Right, right, right. It's like, oh. And uh, shout out to Daffy Duck on YouTube, by the way, who came out and said he thinks Roman Reigns already. I when we both broke it down, we both understand why you would think Roman Reigns is under is overrated. And when it comes to wrestling point, yeah. But his reign as champ, 700 days, the people he's beat and the ways he's beat them, granted, mm-hmm. they weren't the best of matches, but you still took down notable talent nonetheless here's the thing um real quick before uh we wrap uh before this before this 700 uh i was a 700 700 day reign right roman reigns was a superstar but roman reigns was a superstar with a lot of questions right right whether what fans warm up to him if he's a face can he can he cut an actual promo Nobody, listen, he has the look, he has the in-ring talent. We we all got that, but it was those questions that people had in mind. When he came back after, you know, obviously dealing with health, health issues and... Became a full-blown heel. Full-blown heel. and then sorry, a, he became a vigilante, an anti-hero, yeah, and then a the, he picked the side, became the Aligning hero. himself with uh, Paul Heyman. Then, you know, I, I actually getting the bloodline all together... 
it, he went from a superstar to a mega global star, you know? Yeah. He he is the total package reached, right now. I think he's reached that Cena Cena level in the industry. And not as not as a career, but in this label industry right now, he's a reach. I am all that Absolutely. is. It, it's gotten to a point where when he's on TV, he's must see. Yeah. He, he's a physical box office talent. Even if he comes to the ring for like two seconds and says, uh, what it names whatever city he's in and, and he says, Acknowledge me. me. Like Everybody's the fans standing. go, Wow. Yeah. Everybody's like, you know, pointing their fingers. So um, I I get why he could be overrated, but I think he's come a long way and I think right. he's just pro- uh, properly rated. So yeah. It was, I, it was I, great. I, 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 did, his... I did think at once he, he was overrated, but no. Yeah. The, the, his reign. His reign as a whole now is kind of like you kind of get past the old Ray thing. He is who he is. He's box yeah. office talent. He is Absolutely. the number one box office wrestler on the roster. Yep. That I think he solidified himself in that standpoint. Um, I'm giving this. I'm giving it uh, a minus. I think I think the Mysterio match was. It was good. Should have been better. The uh, Ronda right. Rousey match. So I'm going to follow you. I'm going to say a B plus. B plus. Okay. The Rousey match was tough. The results was perfectly. Everything was. Yeah. Everything, they had zero errors on who won. The product of the matches were were great. It wasn't top tier. Um, I just think the directions of how the matches became what they were, and then the match themselves, and then the aftermath of the match. Um, the Bel Air Lynch match is probably the best overall. The storyline to now, what happens now? So you go from Bel Air to Lynch, Bel Air and Lynch going at it, which has been fine to have a great final match. To now they're done, and now you have what's coming up now in the future for Bianca Bel Air. You have three wrestlers who are ready to go. So there's your there's your booking there. So that was fantastic. McAfee open close. Um, the mysterious now open close with with uh, Judgment Day. Now it's Edge going on with Balor, and now they it, there's no point in anything else. Now we got to wait what happens with Judgment Day with what they're going to do next, and then you decide from that point forward. Yeah, um, I, I I basically had the same thing. Uh, mine is real quick. I, I said B plus because there was like two or three matches that um could have been better. Um. Yeah. I think the the SmackDown uh, Women's Championship match, the Austin Theory and Bobby Lashley could have been a little bit better, uh, and then the Mysterious match with with uh, Judgment Day could have been a little. I think that's what it was. I think I, I think, knew the last yeah. Theory match was. I mean, in terms of matches overall, they were pretty good. Yeah. They were pretty good. Um, I'm not gonna say you know they were, and then in terms of surprises that we got, I love, I love, yeah, them. I yeah. Love there's, there's there's no complaints uh, with everything that went down. Yeah, I I absolutely loved everything. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm here for it. Uh, uh, that was Triple H in charge for a full week, and that's his first pay per view. And who does that? I cannot wait. Uh, what's in store uh, for next? The sky is the limit for this for for what's going to happen now. It's a great absolutely. first step. So as we are first for us, because this is this is going to conclude our season premiere episode. Season two, baby. We are back at it again. Again. Okay. Okay. You know I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do the, 
the the echo was it was pretty bad that's cool though not, not, not too crazy not too crazy but i do it for us in this nice episode of the sunset flip wrestling podcast we appreciate you guys tuning in through and throughout our instagram is back up and running sfw.podcast follow us you'll get all your details what goes on with the episodes what goes on with going on with the wrestling world you'll know everything all of that follow us on twitter how my boy soto athlete wrestling the man loves to talk to the people because he is the people he might be the people's champ no not to Dwayne about johnson but you know what i'm saying people um, love soto get that hashtag um, going we love soto um, a for the people Check us out on YouTube, our new YouTube page. Let's go on YouTube, type in Sunset Flip Wrestling. You'll check it out right there. We are live on Facebook at the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast page. We are live on all streaming platforms, especially including, and never forgetting about Apple, Spotify, Google, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, so on and so forth. Anchors on home base. Anchor shout out to you guys. Week in, week out, putting stuff together. You know what I'm saying? If we can we can have a conversation with you guys, come on and talk to us about podcasting, how things work out. We'll have one of your editors on. We can have a conversation. We appreciate you guys constantly. Especially Soto. The Soto doesn't know how angle works sometimes. Now shows that oh, this is so difficult. But it's not. It's actually very easy. Nope. You guys want but, to start? But shout out to StreamYard. Stream is another one. We're, we're, we're working on them as well. We're trying, to, we're trying to get everything together. Shout out to Zoom. Without Zoom, we're not, you know, we're here. Face to face, your computer, even though we're miles away from each other. Without you know, shout to stream yard when we go live, mm-hmm. showing love. We got we, we interact on Twitch. Oh, shout out to us on Twitch. Shout out to a master general 17. That's Soto's Twitch page. You know what I'm saying? This man has everything you need to know on Twitch. The man stream siege 2K. You better get on fall guys in the show, but it's all good. WWE 2K20. I'm saying he's on that as well. Halo Infinite. Y'all don't want the smoke in that. You know, I don't want to brag, but, you know. <laughs> Getting on that. Catch me on Twitch at BleeXTheKid1. I'm on there. We'll have to get back. I stream the show. I stream WWE. I stream uh, Fall Guys, Fortnite, Call of Duty. We'll be on Call of Duty again pretty soon. Shout out to Steve Roth. Um, and, yeah, we're just we're all over the place. We're everywhere and anywhere we need to be. Um, you guys want to come on and interact with us? We are more, you guys want to come on for an episode, tune in with us, hop on, we'll send you the link to hop on for all that. We're good to go. Show love and spread all level all year round. You know, we all need it nowadays. But until next until then, until next time, Soto, I'm gonna holler at you. Peace out.